welcome back. Good to have you. Bill, Bill Michaels, uh, Bill Michaels show, and uh, final hour of the program. Final hour of the program. Good to have you on board today. Um. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, we were talking just before the uh, the break, uh, you know, about what's gone on um, once, you know, just to, just kind of waxing a little bit about some of the questions that came across regarding Rodgers. And uh, Will says, in two weeks, New York went from Aaron Rodgers returning in a miraculous way to save the season to leaking, to a leaking balloon with the air has gone out. What a total dumpster fire in New York. Oh, God, yeah. It's terrible. Uh, they have uh, benched Zach Wilson. And it, it looked like it was the head coach that didn't have the power because I uh, remember the comments a couple of weeks ago when he was asked, why have you not benched Zach Wilson? He pleaded the fifth on the air. And now it was like he just didn't have a choice. I, and, and the reason you make the change, not that Tim Boyle is that dramatically better, it's just I think Aaron Rodgers working with Zach Wilson early on gave Zach Wilson a um, a reclamation of his reputation in the locker room. And then he came out um, and played okay and opened a few eyes like, whoa, wait a minute, maybe he can play. And then since then has reverted back to being bad. But I, I'll say this, I – I know Dan Orlovsky addressed this the other day. It doesn't matter if it's Tim Boyle or Zach Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't matter. The offensive line is terrible. They're te- that, that offensive line is awful. And they are one of the worst pressure sack offensive lines in the National Football League is rated by Pro Football Focus. They're terrible. So, first of all, I never thought Rodgers was coming back. Secondly, I think that was always the carrot if – that team remained relevant that maybe he would try to come back like he wanted to practice by the first or second week of December, according to, what is it, Jay Glazer, I think, that said that. I didn't even know Jay Glazer was relevant anymore, to be honest with you. I never see his stuff anymore. Um, but anyway, long, long, long story short is, um, yeah, it's, it, that's, a, that's a dumpster fire. And the kick in the crotch for Packers fans is, is that you didn't even get a season out of Rodgers he didn't play 65% of the snaps, and you don't even get that first-round draft choice. You know, it was kind of like just that, that just sucked. It was good to be kind of done with the drama, but it just kind of sucked. So I, I get it. 877-867-1670. Uh, before we go to Jaden Reed and hear some of his stuff, let's go to Barry listening to us in Milwaukee. Barry, welcome to the program, man. How you doing? Hey, man, I'm doing wonderful. Glad to be here. A uh, couple of things I noticed uh, right away with the Packers, man. Give me some guidance here, man. Number one, um, it seems like they're just missing that toughness, especially with love. I'm, you know, when I, I remember, like, being a kid watching fire play, tough as nails. And even after a while, Aaron Rodgers grew up on me, very vocal. And mm-hmm. I feel like I don't get that with love. And until then, you know, the Packers are going to be where they are. You know, in my head, our tradition is, having that tough quarterback, that tough leader. And I don't know what it will take to bring that out of love, but it's well needed. And secondly, with us losing that first draft pick, do you think we should tank the season and hopefully get one of these good quarterbacks? Because this will be a great draft for quarterbacks. 
You know, it's interesting. I appreciate the phone call, and thanks for listening to us in Milwaukee as well. That it, The tanking thing is interesting to me because my question always is, what do you want to do? Now, here's the prime example of tanking, okay? If anybody that's banged up doesn't play, like right now on this team, guys aren't going to be playing. Look at the, look at the laundry list of injuries, you know? You take some of your guys, like Kenny Clark, just doesn't play. You know, we're going to wait till that shoulder's about 100%. Darn, Darnell Savage, eh, we're going to let him sit on that that IR list for a little bit longer. You know, we're going to make that decision here soon. But, eh, you know, well, I don't think he's going to come back right away. Jair, eh, boy, he's going to ail from this. And we, we don't want it to be long-term. We're going to keep him out a few more weeks, you know. And you're taking a lot of your quality off the field. You're not telling guys to go out there and not play hard. But you're not putting all the resources you have into into playing, right? So, um, that's the only way you tank. Coaches will never tank. Players will never tank. Uh, but that's the only way an organization can tank. That's the only way they can do that via and, the decisions to hold guys out. Yeah, and there's there might be a couple instances where that makes sense for this Packers team. Like, for example, if Rashawn Gary's shoulder is bothering him. Well, sit him out, and let's see what Lucas right. Van Ness can do. Or if Kenny Clark right. can't play, let's see what Carl Brooks has. Like, they have these young guys, and we saw it on yes. the offensive line last week. They're already trying to rotate him in, so we might see some of that that, that Barry was talking yes. about. They're not going to tank, but they might not run out veterans who are maybe a little dinged up. Yeah, no, I completely agree. As far as the toughness side of things, I think toughness – first of all, comes from within, but it's a trickle-down effect from your head coach and the attitude you carry throughout the halls. I think that starts on Wednesday. Toughness goes from Wednesday through through Friday, and then you win it there, and then toughness begins to display itself on Sunday. Um, I think there's players let's, – let's just say, for example, Jordan Love. Say he he does run, and he does dive instead of sliding, and he, he is – you know, like I'm going to run through the walls. I'm going to I'm going to lead these guys. Um, and, but usually, most coaches are going to like try to tamp that down. They don't want you to get hurt. They don't want you to you know try to run through the wall. Don't be stupid. You know, you always hear that stuff, right? Um, I, do I think Jordan loves tough? Yeah, I think he's tough. Um, I mean, I I look, excuse me, I look back to the New Orleans game where he brought him back 18 points in the in the final quarter. It was more of a, a moxie than a toughness, but I liked it. I enjoyed it. But Favre diving into the end zone to give the Packers their first postseason appearance in a long time against Atlanta at Milwaukee County Stadium, I don't, I don't see that right now. I agree with you. Rodgers had it as Rodgers became a leader. Rodgers was the I'm-not-going-to-take-crap guy, and I think a lot of people tested Rodgers because he was the California cool. You know, California guys aren't tough. They're just cool. They're suave, you know. So they, they took shots at him, and I think he had to get tough. We'll see what happens with with Jordan Love. We'll see what happens. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670, if you want to give us a shout. Uh, Randy says, love to talk about how long love has been in the league versus Stroud. How much did love get, get actually into games? First season was COVID. So no chance to get reps. Uh, the last couple of years sitting behind Aaron Rodgers. I don't care who you are, or what position you play. You need reps to be able to get better. 
Coaches have to put you in a position to succeed. Let's look at the Geno Smith in New York comparison to him in Seattle. How you go from sucking four years to having some success. Steve Young did not have an arm, but excuse me? Steve Young didn't have an arm? Are you crazy? Are you crazy, Randy? Um, And first of all, you do have a decided advantage. Three years in the league. COVID, when it came to getting reps, you still had practice. It wasn't like they did everything virtual Zoom and it only got together on Sundays. He was at practice. They just didn't have fans. They didn't have unnecessary personnel around the team. And, yeah, you do have a decided advantage. Most of the game for a quarterback is between the ears. Most quarterbacks get into the league because they have some type of physical ability. Okay, they all come in with athleticism and a big arm and, you know, good vision and all that crap that we hear about quarterbacks. But you do get a big dose and you're, you have the benefit of not only seeing what the, the first of all, you've had the same coach, the same system, the same offensive play calling to witness the same film study, the same routine, everything for three years. You act like that doesn't even matter. And secondly, you sat behind a guy who gave you more knowledge and more insight and more ability to read defenses and what he does and why he does it and where he does it and where his eyes go and what he's looking off. And if you listened on hard knocks to what Rodgers was saying to Zach Wilson and all the things that were said to Jordan Love in those, in those rooms, setting up plays, setting up you know play, play charts and scripts and all the other stuff they do, game plans, and you're saying that that didn't matter? Live reps matter. I agree with you. But when it came to knowing the offense, knowing what defenders do in the National Football League, don't tell me that Jordan Love did not have a decided advantage over a guy like C.J. Stroud. That, that's a ridiculous comment. Stop trying to make Jordan Love something that he isn't. Stop it. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, please feel free to go ahead and do so. I want to hear from you. Okay, I um, want to get to uh, Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed had a chance to uh, meet with the media yesterday. Mike Clements caught up with him. He was asked specifically, what has been the difference in the offense, just playing better over the past couple of weeks? Honestly, Things are just clicking now, man. Like, I don't think there's a difference. I think we work hard every week in practice. Uh, we give all we got. We've been together the whole year as a team, as a group. There was a you know, few meetings that we added on Tuesdays. We'll come in as a, as a skill group and watch the film on our own. You know, I think that's been a huge deal for us. And uh, other than that, man, I just think just stuff is starting to click. We're starting to get it more in, you know. There you go. That goes back to what Mike Clemens said after the game in Pittsburgh when those guys, all that, that receiver group, got together, put all their chairs together and started talking right then and there about what they saw, what they did, how they reacted, and all that kind of stuff after the game in Pittsburgh. I think that goes a long way. I, I, I really do. It's the little things like that that make you better. He was asked about Jordan Love as well and why Jordan Love is playing better as a quarterback. I think everybody's playing yeah. better. Uh, Jordan's been the same guy. You know, he, he never gets complacent. Uh, He's, he's a neutral player, never get too high, never get too low. He's him. So um, I think he's, he's done a great job all year of uh, keeping that mindset. And he, he just, you know, he got us rolling. So we've seen Jaden Reed be used a little bit in the run game. 
And his thoughts uh, were asked that when you see a guy like Aaron Jones go down and then Emmanuel Wilson goes down with the shoulder issue and you're down to just A.J. Dillon and, you you know, you're like, wow, okay, we can't really heavily rely upon the run game. Not like we did. You know, what what with all the injuries, what did the receivers do, if anything, to begin to make adjustments knowing that the run game was really, really, really hurting at that point? Um, yeah, in a way, no doubt. Um, definitely adjustments has to be made in those situations. Uh, I'm going to have to play running back at some point, so I'm just kidding. But uh, no doubt, um, you definitely got to make adjustments in those situations, and uh, I think we, we did a good job. Um, he was asked about the tight ends, the offensive line, because remember he had a couple of carries in that game the other day too. He was asking if that, you know, some of those guys made big blocks. Did he just have good vision? What made the difference in some of those better runs? Yeah, no doubt. They did a great job uh, blocking. Uh, you know, it started off with those guys up front, and, you know, those guys blocking for me on the perimeter. Uh, thank you to those guys for getting me in the zone. The run that he had, he had a 15-yard run um, and, um, early on in the ballgame. And you just wonder, did that set up that other run, that 32-yard run, for another end run that they had, for, it was for a touchdown too, by the way, later in the second quarter. Was that something that they set it up so they could run that second play later in the game? Yeah, they were kind of designed a little different. Uh, but no doubt, um, just you know, just getting around the edge and, and making a play, um, no doubt I definitely had some confidence that you know one will pop like that because we, we did have a few up this week. So, What has he learned about playing in the NFL in his rookie season? As a rookie, I'm just – quickly learning that it's very hard to to win a game in the NFL, you know. Uh, we've been on the other end of those games by three points and lost. We were on this game by three points this week. We won. So uh, that's just how it is in the league. So you just got to, you know, keep playing through the whistle, the last whistle, and, you know, that's what gets you the results you want. The Packers receivers sat in that circle. I just kind of alluded to that uh, in Pittsburgh in the visitors' locker room after the game. Uh, they lost a close one to the Raiders. They did the same thing. So he was asked why the receivers have suddenly gotten together as that position group and started looking each other in the eye to discuss things. Just talking about what we could do better, uh, what we could clean up, and the things we're doing good and just keep doing those things. It, it's just that simple. We just talk about you know, ways to improve uh, overall with the good and bad. So He was asked what is most – Again, the win against the Chargers, what was the most satisfying uh, as far as sitting back, watching film, watching that way that game unfolded? Was that the most satisfying game so far this season? Uh, every last win is the most satisfying. So, you know, you always want to build off your last win, and, you know, uh, you never want to, you know, backtrack really. So uh, we got to feed off this win and, you know, go get another one. One of the other guys we've talked about in the emergence, uh, Samari Torre continues to be a healthy scratch has been Dontavian Wicks. And the question to Jaden Reed has been, what has Dontavian Wicks brought to the table that's helped his receiving core? Oh, yeah, the one when he had the yak, he caught it, ran it to him, bounced off him, and, you know, he took it for more. So, uh, that you know, that had me that had me turned up. So, I'm not going to lie. And I'm, I'm very proud of my brother. I was telling him early in the game, stay into it. Uh, the play is going to come to you, and it did. So He's been a breath of fresh air, Wicks has been. I hope they can – I mean, between Dobbs, Reed, and Wicks, you hope that they continue to grow. And if, if you start getting productivity out of Christian Watson and they start connecting, it just 
it just changes the dynamic and the feel of this offense, I think, tremendously. How much credit should the defense get for the wins over the uh, over the past couple of games? No doubt. They, they made plays when it mattered. So, you know, uh, that's what kept us in the game. That's what kept the momentum of the game going. Uh, you know, those guys made really big plays at the end of the game that, you know, helped us get the victory. So there you have it. There you have that Shaden Reed talking to the media yesterday a little bit about some of his thoughts coming out of the game. And now they've got a quick turnaround getting ready for the Detroit Lions coming up this Thursday. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Jane L. Tyron Service Center uh, on in Watertown on Boulder Road, also in Johnson Creek, just above 94. Both places, tremendous philanthropic work they do in the community, and you can trust them, and that's the best part about it. Whether you're, you're in in your, your van getting yourself an oil change or you're a big rig driver heading out over the road, you need tires, you need brakes, you need some kind of trailer or tractor work, whatever it happens to be, they've got the facility to do it there as well. That's JNL Tire and Service Center. When we come back, time for some buy or sell. Don't forget, we're going to take a look around the rest of the NFL. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, we'll start to make our picks also. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of no interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy efficient windows in the industry. 0% interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Set your free in-home consultation today at PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offer ends 
So buy or sell, Bill, you'd kick the tires on one of those guys for a boilerplate three years, 45 million bucks to join the team next year. Uh, I would, yes. If if you feel like somebody is going to fill the bill, I'm doing that in a heartbeat. Absolutely. I Look, the pack, I know people want to see these young guys grow together. You need one guy, a stable guy. Um, I don't know, look, if you, if you go out and buy yourself a bonafide Tariq Hill type of player or if you just find yourself another good, stable hand, somebody that's, you know, hopefully close to 1,000 yards, five to seven touchdowns, you know, but another option, somebody you have to pay attention to defensively speaking, that then also helps the young guys to grow. And I would do that in a heartbeat, yes. I'm wondering, you know, if the Packers are going to add wide receiver, go big, right? Go for broke and get the star to then surround, you know, the young guys then surround the star. I I don't know. I'm interested. I, th- I think the route that the Packers take this offseason with a lot of draft capital and a lot of uh, salary cap space, I think what the Packers do or don't do will tell us how they feel about these young guys right. and, and where right. they can end up. So that's going to be exciting to watch. Buy or sell. When we've talked about the draft in 2024, Bill, We've talked about quarterback, I think O-line. We had a Joe Alt mention, Notre Dame tackle earlier in the show. Marvin Harrison Jr., of course, and players like that. But buy or sell, the number one offseason need for the Packers, and it's got to be addressed in the draft, is cornerback. Buy or sell that. Corner. Um, ooh. If one's available... I would say yes, and I would also add depth, but I think if there's a couple of positions I'm going to look at for free agency, cornerback is going to be one of them. I, I I might go look for a cornerback in free agency because they can help you immediately, somebody that's been there, done that, whereas it takes time for a rookie to come in and get it done. There's very few Darrell Revises and there's very few Sauce Gardeners right away. It's it's It takes a little time, you know. So if there's somebody available that that can bolster my secondary, I would probably go into the free agent market and put them alongside, hopefully then, a healthy Jair. And you still don't know what you're going to get out of Eric Stokes. I I still kind of think that Stokes might be on the outside looking in, but uh, we'll wait and see. I hope he's able to come back, but, man, that ankle injury was so bad. But I I think I'm going to put – no, I'd go and put my money, my my free agent money, into a corner. We had Pete Bukowski on – a couple weeks ago, he was on my show last week, and, and something we talked about with the draft, you, you almost got to take a corner every year at some point. You just need yeah. to feed the back end of your defense. Safeties, corner, just keep the pipeline going. So even if it's not a first or a second round pick, Bill, you almost got to pencil in a couple corners every year. Otherwise, you end up in a place, like right now, they're starting Valentine and Ballantine and a bunch of guys I've never heard of. So you got to feed it every year. Uh, and I think at the very least, we would uh, we would agree. Buy or sell. Last one. This is the big question uh, that we could maybe spend a couple minutes on. I know we got to get to our picks, but Jake Glazer of Fox, you mentioned him, reported that Aaron yeah. Rodgers sent a video to the Jets of him working out, and it, quote, blew their minds, which is, I mean, just the reporting of that verbiage is, is funny and interesting. But he wants right. to start practicing as early as December 2nd, apparently. So I want to run someone else's take by you and get your thoughts on it. Yesterday, Colin Cowherd said on his podcast that Aaron Rodgers will never be relevant again as a contending quarterback. We'll talk about him. He'll be around. But we've seen the last of him contending on a winning Super Bowl aspiring team. Do you buy or do you sell that? It's harsh. 
But when you start yeah. thinking about it. I, you know what? I'm going to buy it. And here's the reason why. Because even if, unless they spend a bunch of money, even if he comes back and plays for the Jets one more year, another year, they got a lot of work to do on the offensive line, don't they? I mean, they, that offensive line is terrible. It can't just be Rodgers walks through the door, therefore they're better. I mean, they're already talking about Robert Sala for the way he's handled this season after Rodgers went down, about him possibly being on the hot seat, which I, I find ridiculous. But uh, I, I, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Other than Aaron Rodgers speaking out publicly on a lot of different issues, uh, I don't think we see relevancy out of Aaron Rodgers for, you know, I mean, other than just him being Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I think they'll get some wins, but I don't think we're talking about him vying for a Super Bowl. No. Do you think, and, and like I have an answer to this question, do you think the Jets would have gone out and added a quarterback right away after Aaron Rodgers' injury, if not for Aaron Rodgers saying, oh, no, 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 don't, don't, don't. I'm trying to come back. We'll, we'll be good. I, I yeah. feel like the, the Jets aren't dumb. I don't know that Joe Douglas and Robert Sala are the best at their job, but you can't tell me they thought Zach Wilson for the rest of the season was fine. I don't buy I that. I agree. No, I agree with that. I, I, I cannot, uh, for the life of me, um, I, I thought they needed to go out and get themselves another veteran quarterback. But I get the feeling that it was like, well, we've already got Aaron Rodgers, and if we get a guy that's got a contract, what are we going to do with him next year? And, you know, I I, I, I really believe they just looked at it as, like, hey, let's let's ride it out. We'll, we got one season. We'll just come back with Aaron Rodgers next year. I think that's the way they kind of looked at it. And the unfortunate thing is if you're a defender, you're sitting there going, what the hell? You're just going to completely throw us to the side and get rid of us? I, which I, I thought was ridiculous. But that's what they wanted to do. Aaron Rodgers has got to be tired. That's been his whole career. Well, when we get Aaron Aaron back healthy, it, it'll be fine. He'll he'll make up for the you know this that and and the other thing. That's been the story of Aaron's career right. now at age forty. Yep. I don't know, but that's buy or sell. Just a couple quickies before our picks. There you have it. That is buy or sell, and that is the way we do it. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away. We're going to come back, and then we get into our picks. Now it's time to start making some picks for the weekend. So stick around. Hang in there. We got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. I know, I know. We're going to have turkey and stuffing and gravy. Good stuff, but if you're looking for something today, tomorrow, Black Friday, if you're going to be out shopping, check out our friends at Big Boar Barbecue out there in West Salem. Go to BigBoarBBQ.com, and they can also host your holiday party or just send some food to your to your uh, co-workers or a little gathering or what have you. But uh, family-owned, family-owned, and their food's fantastic, whether it's the ribs, the dry rub, or the sauces they have. Their mac and cheese is out of this world just is and i find it very difficult to find really 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 good coleslaw and they have that as well so great stuff from our friends at big boar barbecue right out there in west salem so if you're in the lacrosse area you know what i'm talking about you've been there before just remember them stop in and uh, all throughout the month of november don't forget you buy a gift card for 25 bucks you get 30 so you pay 25 you get 30 bucks back that's not a bad way to go you're earning five bucks just for stopping in and buying somebody a gift card so it's great big boar barbecue 
Uh, call them 608-612-0387. 608-612-0387 or go to bigboardbbq.com. That's bigboardbbq.com. Really, really good stuff. All right, it is time to start taking a look around the NFL and taking a look at all the games on the docket. Let's make our picks. Here we go. Another great week last week, Bill. We're just chopping wood. I hit seven, or you hit seven of 13. I hit eight of 13 picks, so another week above 500. You are at 53% on the season. I'm at 56. I'm just hoping the season ends before I uh, fall any lower or below 500. We're going to end with the Packers, even though they're the first game. So we'll do them at the very end. We'll start with the afternoon game on Thanksgiving, which is two days away already. Let's go. Washington at Dallas. Dallas minus 10 and a half. Um, I, boy, I'm going to take, I'm going to take Dallas and I'm going to take Dallas to rule. Uh, I, I just, they've been playing extremely good. Dak is playing extremely good. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Dallas to just dump truck them. I, I just, I just believe it's going to happen. Washington. I really do. I'm going to Yeah. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. Washington lost to Tommy DeVito in the Giants last weekend. I feel like things might be teetering there, and yep. Dallas, when they smell blood in the water against a really bad team, uh, they smash that really bad yeah. team. So I will bet Dallas, they didn't let us down last week against the Panthers. Uh, they've beaten a lot of big spreads this year. The night game on Thanksgiving, San Francisco at Seattle. The Niners looked really good last week. They are six-and-a-half-point right. favorites. Um... I'm going to take the Niners to cover. Uh, I, I just think they came out with a different look after the bye week. I just do. And they just kind of kind of reset everything. So I'm I'm all in. I'm all in on them making the run and heading towards the postseason. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go in the direction of uh, of San Francisco to not only win but to cover as well. I just think they're that good. I can't disagree. I don't want to pick San Francisco. I have to. Gino has not looked awesome. He's been beat up, and the Niners really seem like they're streaking right now, even though it's only been one game after the bye. So I'll stick with you. Black Friday. I find it hilarious that Amazon invented a brand new game. They're like, we're going to do a game on Black Friday, and they get stuck with Tim with Tim Boyle right. at home against the Dolphins. Miami minus nine and a half. Miami uh, is a... I still can't believe Miami's lost three three games this season, which is – I just thought they were going to run all over everybody. However, in this particular con- – now, this game is in New York. So, and what's the spread in this one again? Nine and a half. Nine and a half. I, I'm going to – you know what? I'm going to go – I'm going to take the Jets. Ooh. I'm going to take the Jets to cover. They're not going to win the game, but I'll take the Jets to win – or, or to uh, cover eight, eight to nine. I'll go yeah. with that. I, I just, I get the feel. Sometimes when you just make a decision to say, hey, we're making a change, guys get a little inspired. Defense may play a little bit harder. They know they're a standalone game. You don't want to get embarrassed. I'm, I'm going to take the Jets to cover. I just got a feeling. I don't know why. I, 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 I just got a feeling. This number got bigger when it was announced that Zach Wilson wouldn't be starting. So typically, when the crummy starter is benched, you have line movement towards that team. And the professional sharp bettors out there were like, actually, no, we want to now we want to bet against the Jets even more. I think Tim Boyle is terrible. I think he's worse than Zach Wilson. 
and I, I don't know that the Jets can score nine and a half points, let alone cover the nine and a half. If you got a feeling, I'm not going to argue with you. I will pick Miami, and I guess if Tim Boyle beats me, uh, I mm-hmm. will I will live right. with the result. We go to noon on Monday, Saturday's reserved for Michigan, Ohio State. Maybe if we have time at the end, maybe I'll ask for your pick in, in that as well, just for fun. Okay. But noon on Sunday, New Orleans at Atlanta. The Falcons are minus one. Uh, I'm going to take... Take New Orleans to win this game. Ooh. New Orleans going to win three or more. I know it's kind of jumping into a bad pool, but I, I just can't believe in either, to be yeah. honest with you. And so I, I'm just going to go in that direction. I'm I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go with New Orleans. I, I look. I think New Orleans has as much as, if not more, talent. New Orleans leads the division only by a game. New Orleans, their their point differentials plus 16 as opposed to the Falcons, who are sitting at four and six in the season, negative 28. Both teams are coming off of losses, although the Falcons have lost three straight. I'll take the Saints to get the win and to cover. Derek Carr, it looks like, is still in concussion protocol. Uh, yeah. If he stays there, I will feel better about my Saints bet. I hate both of these teams. I, I love to bet against both of these teams. I guess right. I'll go New Orleans because I think they're better. I think they're coached slightly better. I think Arthur Smith is a dope. But I'll go New Orleans and close my eyes and not watch because I, I don't want to watch either of those games. Uh, or either one of those teams on Sunday. Pittsburgh is in Cincinnati. Now Cincinnati without Joe Burrow. Pittsburgh minus one off firing their offensive coordinator, Matt Canada. It is, yeah, it's Browning is going to be the starter. Pittsburgh has the better defense. Cincinnati has a run game, and they still have quality receivers. Um, I'm going to take Browning at home. Uh, I'm going to take the Bengals to win this game. Uh, For whatever reason, they've kind of had the Steelers' number. Uh, I know you're going to get a little bit of juice off of the uh, the Matt Canada firing, but I think Cincinnati, for whatever reason, do I think they're going to win the division or win in the postseason? No. But I think they win this game. I think they get a little juice trying to rally around Browning after the deflation of losing Joe Burrow for the rest of the season. Their defense has been playing much better. I think they have a better run game, and I also think they have better wideouts. They just need a guy to deliver the football, and I think they're better in that area as well. I'll go with Cincinnati to win. I like Cincinnati, too. I don't think Matt Canada was the problem in Pittsburgh. I don't know that he's a great OC. I don't know. Kenny Pickett is not good. He's like the, not good. The, there's a quarterback. I know that Jordan Love's better than that guy. I, I don't yeah. know, like, when we ask, would you take Jordan Love? or this? I would absolutely take Jordan Love over Kenny Pickett. That guy stinks. And I kind of think Cincinnati, although the rest of their season is shot, I think I'll pick them to, to cover the number and, and right. probably just win at home against the Steelers. Carolina at yep. Tennessee. Speaking of games that no one needs to watch, the Titans right. are minus three and a half. Uh, I'll go. I'll take the Titans at home to win that game and, and to cover. I Carolina is so bad, and I really never ever thought that they would be this bad uh, because they brought in a lot of weapons. They brought in a lot of support for Bryce Young. I, I just you know I, I just never thought that they would be this uh, sitting here at one and nine. So I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans at home to get the win. I'll, cover. I'll take Tennessee just thinking that they'll give the ball to, to Charge's boy, Tajay Spears. The, the, all yeah. these games suck. <laughs> these, right? There's not one game on here that I'm amped to watch yet. Tampa Bay at Indianapolis. Another game I, that I've, I don't want to watch. I've got, I've got <laughs> one game. Well, actually, two games I'm excited about on this on this docket. Now, and I'll tell you when we get to it. I, I think uh, the first is the next ahead. one. We got two noon games. Let's knock these out before because I know you got to get to a break. Okay. So, Tampa Bay at Indy. Uh, Indy minus two and Tampa, a half. Uh, I'm taking Indy. Uh, I think Tampa Bay is – they got off to that fast start. Tampa Bay has been nothing but bad since. 
So yeah, I'm gonna uh, Tampa Bay uh, also coming off of a loss, sitting at four and six in the season. While you got the uh, the Colts, they have won two straight, even though they're five and five and their <laughs> their point differentials negative six. I'm gonna take Indy at home. I'll take Tampa. Don't feel great about it, but I'll just go the other way and and we'll see. It'll be fun. I think this is the first of two good games: Jacksonville at Houston. The Jags minus a point and a half. This is our last new. Oh game. no! Wait a minute. That's the third game that Ooh. I was thinking of. Okay. I liked it. I I I. Boy, this is a good game, too. Ah. Jacksonville. Who is it? Jacksonville minus two and a half? Jacksonville minus one and a half. So it's pretty close. One and a half? In Houston. Ah. I'm taking Houston. Houston's won three straight. They're starting to feel it. Uh, C.J. Stroud's been pretty good, obviously. Uh, He's up for not only Rookie of the Year, but possibly an MVP if they continue to win. This is for the top spot in the division. It's at home. The first time Houston fans have felt good since really probably, you know, J.J. Watt walked out the door. Uh, I'm going with Houston at home. I'll take Houston as well, honestly. They keep telling us that we're good. I'll be disappointed because I keep thinking Jacksonville's going to get it done. But I, I got to take Houston right now. I think Houston has more juice. I'll side with Houston at home as well. Coming off of Thanksgiving, absolutely. All right. Is that it for the noon games? That's our noon games. We'll come back with 3.30 and, and the Packers, of course. Let's do that. Stick around. We got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show. Another full segment and the Packers pick. Oh, coming up next to the Bill Michaels. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of no interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy efficient windows in the industry. 0% interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Set your free in-home consultation today at PellaWI.com. If by chance you're thinking about a ring for that special someone, uh, Andy Kane of Kane and Kane Jewelers just put out uh, on the Buy Like a Guy podcast when to start looking, how you go about shopping for that ring. Uh, Because this is the time of year that a lot of people get engaged. So you get a hold of Andy at uh, Kane and Kane Jewelers or Kane, K-O-E-H-N, KaneJewelry.com, and he can walk you through it, make an appointment. You can go in, you can look around, or... Maybe you just want to buy something like another wedding band, an anniversary band, uh, an anniversary ring, an upgrade, uh, or just Christmas gifts. Uh, all this, all that kind of good stuff. At Kane and Kane Jewelers out in West Bend, they want to rock your world. Good stuff from them. All right, let's get to it. We got more games to go before we get out of here. Looking around the rest of the NFL, the afternoon games, and then obviously the Green Bay Packers facing the Lions coming up for the first game on the docket on Thursday. What else we got? 
3.30 games start with Cleveland at Denver. Cleveland without Deshaun Watson, but winning. And Denver all of a sudden playing pretty well. Denver's minus two and a half. This is one of the games I was telling you about that, that I'm intrigued to see. Yeah, I, I'm. Th- this is one of those games. I I didn't think I'd be saying it. That's for damn sure. Cleveland sitting at seven and three. They've won three straight. Their defense is playing lights out. They're plus forty seven in point differential. And all of a sudden, here comes Denver. Denver is second in their division. They're five and five on the season. They have now won four straight. Um. It's at Denver. I'm taking Denver to win the game. Denver's going to go to 6-5 and five on the season. That will be their fifth straight win, and they, and they cover. Although, I, what's the, what's the spread on this? Two and a half. Yeah, I was going to say, I think they cover. They'll win by at least three. But, uh, man, it's going to be a hell of a battle because Cleveland's defense is real, man. It just is. So, but I'm going to take Denver. I can't believe I'm saying that. I'm going to take Cleveland just because I don't think Denver's gotten any better. I think they're the same dumpy team they've been all year. They've just been getting some lucky bounces and some turnovers, which is which is good. Every team has afforded that. The Packers were afforded some good luck on Sunday. I just, I don't think Denver's turned some corner. The Chargers, or excuse me, the Rams, Los Angeles Rams at Arizona Cardinals. This is basically a pick 'em. The Rams are minus half a point. I'll take the Rams just because yeah. uh, the Cardinals are terrible. I I'll take the Rams. I, I because and because I want the Rams to win. I want to see the Rams win. I I just cannot stand. Um. Yeah. I, no. I no no. Um. <laughs> I'm taking the taking the Rams. I can't I can't stand the Cardinals, and I am not not a fan of their quarterback by any stretch of the imagination. So yeah. I'm kind of in on the Kyler Murray redemption arc post ACL. Yeah. I'll take Arizona. But I really don't care. Um, and don't have a lean either way. But I think Arizona's, I don't know. I don't think they're the tire fire a lot of people think they are. We'll see. Kansas City is in Las Vegas. They're coming off a loss to the Eagles on a short week Monday night. Kansas City minus nine. Ah, uh, Kansas City. Um, I'm going to take Kansas City to win, but I think the Raiders cover. I'm going to take the Raiders to cover in that one. Ever since the firing of their coach, they've just been a better team, uh, emotionally speaking, I guess. Uh, so I'll take Kansas City to win, but I'm going to take the Raiders. If you're going to give me the nine, I'll take the Raiders to to, uh, to cover. I don't bet against Chiefs, so I will take the Chiefs minus nine. I would have won last night if Marquez Valdez-Scantling could just catch the ball, but alas, that is, that's gambling. In a nutshell, Buffalo is at Philly. This should be another great game, Bill. Philly minus three and a half. What do you think of this one? Um, Yeah, that was this is the other game that I was looking forward to because Buffalo – that has been such an up-and-down team all season long. I'm taking Philly. I'll take Philly Philly to win, Philly to cover. Philly is just – they're just grinding it. They're just figuring ways to get it done. And uh, nobody's really talking about Philadelphia. They're 9-1. and one. And they just went into Kansas City and, and avenged last year's Super Bowl loss in a just a black night. So I, I'll take Philly to win this game and cover. I'll take Buffalo. I think their underlying numbers are very good, and they've been getting unlucky to a degree. Could be wrong. I kind of like that we're picking different results, though. This will make this Mm -hmm. weekend interesting. Sunday Night Football, Baltimore are, uh, or the Ravens are at the Los Angeles Chargers, and they are favored by three and a half points. I'll take Baltimore. Baltimore's going to win. And and remember, Staley was emphatic about him still calling the defense and you know, yes, Justin Herbert, they, he had some drops and such, and I'm sure they're going to work on that this week. But but Baltimore's just a juggernaut. They're just so good. And and I, I'm going back to the beginning of the season. I said I thought it would be Baltimore representing the AFC. 
and I just think they're that good. I'm going to take Baltimore uh, to, to get the win and to cover. I will pick Baltimore for all the reasons you just said, except I feel like this is going to be one of those weird NFL games where the Chargers win, but I don't have the stones or the heart to pick them, so I'll go with you, and <laughs> I'll go Baltimore. All right, Monday Night Football, then we'll do the Packers. Bears at Vikings. Vikings minus three and a half. Gross. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Vikings win, and they cover. Uh, I just, you know, I, they're just a better team. And Justin Fields is... He's proven he's just not the guy. You know, he's, he, he's just, you know, they're already running him out of town. Eberflus is going to lose his job. They're going to change coaching staffs again, be looking for a quarterback again. The, the dumpster fire in the NFL is positively the Chicago Bears. That's an embarrassment of a franchise at this point. I and can't so believe take, the, uh, the Vikings. You'll take the Vikings. I will as well. I can't believe the soft-spoken defensive head coach wasn't the guy to – Lead Justin Fields to the promised land. Whoever could have seen that coming. That's, that's right, bizarre. All right, Packers. We got about a minute. The Packers are in Detroit on Thursday, 11 a.m. Detroit minus seven and a half. As much as I want to say the Packers win this game, I am going to take Detroit to win and Detroit covers. I, I, I just... They just they just out physical them the last time these two teams met, and I can't get past that. I mean, it's one thing if you just you know miss a couple of drops and stupid penalties and all that, but they just whooped your ass the last time. Now you got to go there on Thanksgiving Day. I'm going to take the Lions and the Lions win and cover. I would take the Packers to win if they were healthy or close to fully healthy. They're not, so I got to take Detroit. But if they, the Packers lose by ten and they put up some points, I'll be happy right. with that. That'll be a victory. So I will go Detroit yep. as well. There you go. That's it. That's the way we do it. And uh, so this is it. So you, uh, you, I know you've got all day tomorrow. I'll be out traveling. Yes, sir. We'll be back again with the Green and Gold postgame show coming up on uh, Thanksgiving right after the Packers and the Lions uh, take one another on. So as you're feasting down, we're going to be here helping you feast down. And uh, if you're lucky, uh, or if I'm lucky, maybe I'll show you what a quahog stuffing thing, shell thing looks like <laughs> from the East Coast. So uh, you and your family have a terrific uh, Thanksgiving holiday and all that kind of good stuff.